What if business could be fun? This podcast is for people who no longer want work to be a four-letter word. It is a comedic look at the myths of work, life, and balance, where we expose the kind of thinking that sucks your will to live, and we replace it with powerful, easy-to-use tools so that you can shift gears and laugh about it all. The only requirement to listen is you need to be human. Hello and welcome. My name is Elaine and I am with my fabulous podcast partner, Kathy Keegan. And this is Still Human. We created this podcast because we wanted to take a comedic look at life and being a coach and an entrepreneur, business owner, and bring some humor and fun to it. Partly because all the things we wish we had known when we first started our businesses, when we were both in the crazy, wild, big masterminds that were awesome, but there were big gaps. (laughs) And just, you know what? I always say, like, if you're laughing, you're winning. And so, um, and we love having guests, but today we're the guests. So um, here we go. I am, it's June. I am excited. I had a really really, um, challenging day yesterday. And I can't think of anybody I'd rather, um, process my life with than Kathy Keegan. So, Oh, Kathy, (laughs) Hey, back at you. Um, that's how I'm feeling too. It's, um, we're coming out of mercury retrograde, which shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a big deal, except that it affects communications, electronics, and like such as, and so, Uh, what communication (laughs) okay just kidding (laughs) i i I didn't uh yes yes (laughs) and so yes so my computer every time i go to sit down at my computer it just shuts off so maybe it's getting old um and yes so it's been kind of a it's been a little bit of a rough process because i want to be at meetings on time i try to do that and what happens is this thing is now just kind of shutting down. And one of the things I'm noticing is that my practice of meditation, my very ordinary but wonderful practice of meditation is helping me enormously. I'm coming up on almost a year um, in doing meditation every single day. I use an app which helps me because the app has it has humor. It has humor in it. And so, you know, you've got to be able to laugh at this stuff because I don't feel like laughing when my computer's not working and I'm supposed to be somewhere. You know, there's a part of me that wants to arrive and say, you don't understand. I tried, you know, and it's sort of like in some ways it doesn't matter, but you still want to, I always want to explain myself. I want to explain to you that I've really, I'm really a thoughtful person. And, and right, I'm really right. I don't want you to think that I'm flaky or, Ooh, this is such a good topic, Kathy. I love it. Yeah. Can I, can I share something? Oh, I would love to hear it. So, um, and I'm so glad we're sort of in the same kind of <laughs> here in the twilight, twilight. I love that uh, song. So, um, you know, and I know sometimes I get kind of wound up of like, I got to get this done, you know, and I had several calls yesterday where the, the person, one time the person said, I'm so sorry, I'm going to be late, but I'll be there by X amount of time. And I was like, okay, but I, I do have to honor my next call, which felt great. And, um, 
while I was waiting for this person, I played, I tuned my ukulele and I practiced a song because I am wanting to put a little bit more music and fun into my life. And because I promised Sylvia, the lady that I am, you know, I take care of part-time that I would play her a song on my ukulele. So it was really fun. And I, I felt like, oh, Elaine, what, what you took 15 minutes, 15 minutes. And instead of going <sighs> and starting something else that was work that I would start and then get interrupted, you know, which adds to my frustration, I did that. And I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool, fun hack, possibly, you know? Oh, I so, think that, uh, first of all, I did not know you were a ukulele player. So well, my jaw, what, my jaw is dropping as far as it can being held within my that loosely. It's more like a, I'm a, I'm a ukulele practicer in the moment. That's right. wonderful. I, my friend, Kim, Kim, who was on our, uh, one of our episodes, the, um, the peaceful divorce mediator. Oh yeah. She plays ukulele. So, oh my God. Yeah. She plays very, very well. And so every now and again, she'll be on Facebook and she'll be playing it. So I'm excited that you're doing that and that you're using music because, and it's also a ukulele is a funny instrument. It's kind well, of like an accordion in that. It's funny and it's forgiving. Yes. Just like an accordion. No, I have no idea if an accordion is. <laughs> I don't know if an accordion. Just like uh, nothing. No. Now, I, I, I played the French horn, which is like the hardest brass. And why I picked that? that? I had you know, that ring on my phone. Oh, my God. And I was like first chair. And then I got braces and I was like, forget this. I'm going to go sing and dance. But um, yeah, no, I'm excited because I seem to pick like the hardest thing sometimes. <laughs> like, maybe you could pick something that's a little bit softer and easier. Yeah. But um, you know, I but I love that that wanting to explain and like, do you ever struggle with um, hating to disappoint others? Oh, this almost sounds like. But wait, there's more. Yes. I do. Um, it is. It feels. It feels like this hollowness inside me. And one of the things that I'm learning is that the clearer I am, the easier it is for me to feel okay about saying no. Um, I'm reading. Oh, oh my! Oh my God! Oh my God! Can you just say that one more time? Because that was like pearls. The clearer I am about everything, the easier it is to say no. So this is a new practice for me. This is not, I'm not, I made that sound so like, oh, I do it all the time. Yes, my whole life has just been full of just being so, so clear. <laughs> because, I mean, I, I don't know was a big phrase that I used a lot. And I don't know as a placeholder for just think about it a little bit more. Actually, you do know, and you might be afraid to say it. You might not feel like you're in a safe enough space to say what it is you really want to say, right? So yes, it's very, very difficult because, you know, we want people to be happy. You know, it, it, part of who we are and how we are and how we're connected, we want people to be happy. And we notice, especially you and me and people who are like us, we will notice things, something's askew, something's off. 
And so we're we're attuned to that and we want to figure out if there's some way we can solve it, which, of course, is unfortunately the worst possible thing you can do. Unless it's unless it's an actual emergency with, you know, actual actions that you can take, you know, because what happens is I see someone who's feeling sad and I'm thinking, why the long face that in my mind? I don't say that out loud. And (laughs) and the thing is, you want to help somebody who doesn't feel okay. But the other thing that we know now is there you cannot necessarily tell by looking at someone what they're really feeling. So. All right. this work around emotions, nobody, there, there is almost no face that somebody makes that you can say across the board is angry because it could be somebody serving a tennis ball and they're being really, really focused. focused. Right. Right. Or intense or, right. Oh my God. I just I, opened up a whole bunch of subjects there. I love it. I love it. But I, you know, I, um, <laughs> I want to tell this story. I want to tell on myself and a part of, and my, my identity is going, I, I feel like, um, I feel like it, it's, it could help somebody. So tell I'm gonna, because you tell I'm still human. And I, you know, part of our mission is to share our journeys. So the hope to help others, right. There's that help thing again, but you know, and, and I think it also helps us process. And I know I learned from you every time you open your mouth, Kathy Keegan is always reading like 15 books at the same time. And every time I talk to her, she's like, do you know what I learned about? Like, it's just so fun. You don't ever have to go to Wikipedia again, just hang out with Kathy. Well, you know what? I'm thinking now of taking up the ukulele so I can play the ukulele, ukulele, ukulele. It's kind of like nuclear. You know, I have trouble pronouncing it and I can play it while I'm reading all the books. Oh, good. That would be, um, we can take that, we can take that show on the road. Yes, let's, we'll do it. Let's watch a lady and, and you can read out loud. That sounds, that sounds like a winning show. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, flash some skit. No, wait. Okay. I want to hear your story. I'm sorry. Tell me your story. No, no, no. It's great. It's great. So I, um, you know, growing up as a people pleaser, I, um, and I really do love serving others and I have to fight against, I love to feel needed. I actually get a high off of feeling needed. Like, oh, they need me. Oh, he, you know, there's a part of me that really loves that. And so I, that's one of the things I'm really working on with my Al-Anon program and being back in therapy because I do love serving and, and there is a line. And, um, and I had a coach several years ago who was helping me with the launch and she was talking about disappointment and how many of us hate disappointing others. So then we in turn disappoint ourselves. (laughs) And I was like twitching when she was saying that, you know, and, um, and, but it's great. It's like, you know, once you have that awareness, you can't really go back (laughs) even if you try. So anyway, so long story longer, just kidding. No. So I've been hearing about this, um, one group that I'd, I'd rather not say I've been hearing about this for years that it's supposed to be a great in a business incubator. It's a great place to network. And the first time I heard about it was like in 2008 and it was a lot of money. And I remember thinking, no way. And then, you know, I've just heard about it, heard about it, met somebody in it, you know, it's in this thing. And so, you know, every once in a while, it's like, well, 
if something keeps coming into my world, I pay attention. And I, I know, I know it will be great. I know I would love meeting people and networking. And, you know, so there's a part of me that's like, Ooh, is this going to be my next thing? Meanwhile, I am in a year long mastermind with Noreen. That is a big commitment. And then I am slightly behind with some of the work, but I mean, she wouldn't say that, but like, there's some things I want to review and go deeper into. Um, and I'm, and I'm on the court doing the work as well. I guess there's a part of me that thinks I could be doing more. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also in this other community doing another, it's a class that meets once a week and we're almost done, but there's a lot of people I want to get to know and delve more into. So there's tons of people I have connected with that I can go connect deeper that I can circle back to tons, probably a hundred or more, I would say from this last year of networking virtually and my life, right? At least a hundred, maybe even 150. And there is a part of me that resists that meticulous, detailed follow-up. It's uncomfortable for me. I find it, I, I project that it's going to be tedious. Often once I get going, I actually have fun with it, but I still have that like resistance. And I, I think Kathy can relate, right? So, and there is a part of me that loves being busy. That was one of my favorite new drugs when I put down alcohol and bad boys and Doritos was, oh, busy. I love busy. I feel productive. It helps me feel good about myself. Cross things off my list. Yes. Right. Get it done, which, which is great. But whatever got you here is not going to get you there. Right. So anyway, so I'm in this whole thing. I'm super busy. I'm working my business. I'm so excited. And, uh, I have this idea. Oh my God, I still really want to join this other place. And I have this thought of, well, they'll help me. They said that they grow your business and it's a special deal that's about to go up. And so I literally was like, I had the call. The guy was like, here's the link. And I am like this close to doing it. And, um, I, I, and then I had another call and then this lady that I know from this group called me and um, we had a conversation and she said a couple of wacky things that I was like, red flag, red flag. And then she said, well, what do you want out of it? And I said, well, I want to 10X my business. And when I said that, I realized, actually, I, I want you guys to grow my business. Like mm. realize that if I joined this thing, there was a part of me that was going to be like, okay, you guys, you said that you were the incubators here. Right. Show me mm -hmm. because I would rather throw money until now. I would, one of my habits was throwing money at things instead of like doing the work that's right in front of me. Mm. I'm embarrassed. Like, I don't want to admit this conversation. I'm, I'm like, Jesus, Elaine, you are 53 years old, but I feel like this is an important pattern mm -hmm. for me to break, but I know that this happens for other people, like a throwing money at something and abdicating or half, you know, or whatever and, and avoiding. And so the miracle is at the very last minute, 
I did not click that link and I cried a lot. Mm. I cried a lot because I realized I was worried about what this man would think. I was worried that I had disappointed him, but I also saw that this is the pattern that has kept me stuck. Wow. Spreading myself too thin, half-assing too many other things and praying and hoping that someone else is going to do the work for me because a part of me still needs to be rescued or I'm tired or I'm, oh, you know, whatever that thing is. So anyway, huge. Oh my God. Uh, Elaine. Hairball. I mean, coughed up. Well, and uh, you know, I think it's probably one of the clearest hairballs ever. Like a lot of times, you know, you have to really unpick them and there's all this crap in there. This one, this is beautiful. And, you know, I, I am, I am so happy for you. There are so many offers out there and we are human. And we, I can tell you to this day, if somebody came up with a pill that allowed me to eat everything I wanted and not gain weight, oh. I'd be, I'd be the first in line. Um, Hell yeah. There is a part I'd be like, of me. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if one is good, five must be better. I mean, oh my I think I've told this story before. When I was a little kid, and I, maybe nine or ten, I saw in some magazine that if you used this and cleansed your face, you know, you'd have such a super clean face. And so I thought, <laughs> then why don't I do it nine times? Right? So I had no sense of of size, of, of what enough is, you know? So that's what you're talking about. What is enough? And a lot of the, there are a lot of great opportunities out there. I've been in, I was in an incubator about four years ago and it was fabulous, but I was where I was at the time. And once you're in those, you, you know, you're kind of having to go along with where the whole group is going, which isn't bad right. or good unless you feel a sense of what you're talking about being behind. And the only way that we're behind is if we make ourselves be behind or, you know, I, I think oh that that's really something that I do to myself. I identified so strongly what you're talking about because there there's there's the element of help wanting to be able to ask for help. You know, a new question for me lately has been who can help me with this, because the other extreme is trying to do everything alone. And so. We talk a lot here about sort of spectrums and continuums because we're not binary all or nothing. There's so much in between. And so it's not just a sense of, oh, you'll just do that for me. It's a sense of relief and help. And so now you're able to say, what is the help I'm really looking for? Right? That's oh my what gosh. you discovered was what's happening here is I know that I need help. What does it need to be? And how do I get clear on what that help is and the best next steps for me and growing my business? It's fabulous. Oh you, you are. It's a miracle. It's wonderful. Oh, my God. And one more thing, Kathy, this is this is like my favorite episode <laughs> when you just said you said behind. First of all, I've always had issues with my behind, but I'm bummed. <laughs> had to add, just add a little humor there. But I, I just saw another, I call it my bulimic thinking, the all or nothing. Oh my God, I ate five dink Doritos. I'm horrible. It's like, 
you know, it's, um, I mean, that, that started for me at such an early age, but I just realized something else is when I have, when I set, you know, I, when I feel empowered and I'm, I've got a coach and I'm like, okay, this is my goal. I want to, I want to, you know, double my business or whatever my thing is to set a goal. Um, and it's a stretch, Mm -hmm. right? But then I also realize what happens and this is unconsciously until now is then I relate to myself. Like I'm behind. Mm. Well, I'm behind in my business. Well, I'm behind on my goal. I set this goal and I haven't made it the last, you know, I, I set a goal that I would like to sign up one new student or one new client a week. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing this game of 15 conversations a week and um, the past two weeks, I have not met that goal. Mm-hmm. And instead of just being able to go, hmm, I am, I'm behind, you know, and then I put pressure on myself. And anyway, so I realize, and I, I feel like maybe somebody else can relate to this. Oh, like I relate to it. Like, Hello. Right. Or like, like, okay, so here's a goal. So I'm taking action. I am. So let's look at what I'm doing. What's effective? What's not? What can I do better? But can I, can I take out this whole make wrong judgment, shaming, suck my energy till I want to die, um, flavor of self-hatred called I'm behind, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't serve me. And I can't tell you how many people I talk to that have that same thing. Like I, I reached out to a I've been reaching out to people I was in the mastermind with and, and this guy is a healer. Brilliant, brilliant guy does all kinds of cool things. And he's telling me about what he's doing. And he goes, well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know if he used the word behind, but he goes, you know, I'm not, I'm not where I want to be. And I could hear the make wrong. And I was like, you're doing great. You moved your family from New Jersey to Florida and you've been flying up New Jersey and da, 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 you know, like, and oh yeah, there was a global pandemic. I said, you're, you're doing great. And you know, and it's so interesting how we do this to yeah, ourselves. That's why we need each other because oh my the God. thing that you're talking about is so true and it's, and it's ingrained in us from the, from the get go. And, you know, you go to school and you have something due on a certain date. Now, there are things about deadlines that do make sense, right? You know, when you're running a project, there's a reason why you need something by a certain date. Um, If you're running teams, there are things that have to have some kind of a deadline or you never get anything done. But the whole concept of as a human in your process, in your time, in your life and in your higher powers time if you believe in a higher power, um, there, there's what what you're doing too over these last few weeks is you're having conversations and gathering important information. You're finding out what works conversationally and what doesn't. You're practicing all of that. Yo-Yo Ma practiced five minutes a day when he was a little kid. He's a brilliant cellist. What is it wow. that we have to do all the time? We practice, we practice, we practice. And the thing that I think people get when they work with us, Elaine, is that we're coming from a place of service and a place of love. I think it's okay to say that word out loud because there's a real, a real desire to see who you are, hear who you are, 
recognize who you are and an awareness that within you, you're sparkling, that you are, that you are shining, that you are sparkling. And what is it that we do is we, un- we help people uncover those layers, not because they're wrong or bad or because they're, they're flawed, but because it gets covered up, just like what you were saying, where all this time you're doing all these things and you can't recognize that the doing is the practice, Right. And then the other thing is when you have a goal like that of booking, say, a client a week or whatever, sometimes you can get lost in the service part. So there is always that balance of saying my desire I'm putting out into the world that I'd like a new client. I'd like three clients by the end of July. You put that out there and at the same time be in the process and recognize what's happening all along the way. Now, again, I say this to you sitting here and it all sounds so catchy. Oh my God, you're the best. <laughs> so, like I've never gone through any of this and it is my greatest challenge in the world. One of the things I'm practicing right now is asking for things out loud and saying who I am out loud. This is very hard. And I started it with three very close friends. And all I did was I wrote something about who I am. So, you know, how I work with funny, smart, determined women who feel stuck, trapped, pigeonholed, insert your own personal favorite synonym here in their jobs. And that I want to work with them to help them uncover what's you know, help like remove all those layers of other stuff because these guys are so capable. People are just throwing work at them and they don't know how to say no. They're on the yes express. It's like, sure, sure. People, please. People, please. People, please. And then they're so valuable that nobody wants them to go anywhere. Right. Because, Mm. oh, my God, if that person's not in the office, we're screwed. Right. (sighs) So anyway, this is what I want to be doing and I am doing but it's been hard for me to own it and just say it out loud. So I wrote this little paragraph to three very close friends and I said, all I'm asking you to do is to read this paragraph, to read it into being. This is my little micro step process to being allowed to say who I am and not getting punished for it because there's a deep seated fear in me that when I say who I am out loud, someone's gonna put me down. Or tease me. Right, you're gonna you're gonna be too big for your britches. Some or too it, much. Exactly. Or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, so I'm taking those baby steps so that I can go out and start having these conversations with people um, to talk about what it is they're interested in and if there's a way that I can be of service. And so it's it's this is the this is the slope, the slippery slope of life. This is Sisyphus getting stronger and stronger, being able to handle bigger and bigger boulders up the mountain, even though they fall down every time. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and I and, and Sisyphus may not be such a necessarily bad thing. You know, there's something about practice that it doesn't make perfect, but it definitely makes makes better. Right. And I, yeah. Oh my God. So much juicy stuff, you know, and and I think as somebody who's very in touch with, I'm very emotional, right? I emote. That's why I'm a great performer, but I, you know, I'm learning how to use my cognitive function more of just like, okay, well, let's, let's look at the conversations. Let's look at how your day goes. Let's look at, you know, how can you be more effective 
and you don't have to make it mean all this other stuff, right? You know, internalizing it or or whatever, you know. And um, and I think I think this is growing pains for anybody who who is an entrepreneur, right? Human, right? And you know, I I've, I've been working with this client, and I I admire this guy. His work ethic is amazing. He does so much. His his word for the year was risk. And he's, you know, he's in his sixties, looks 40. And it's been a challenge because of his schedule and da, 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 da. And I realized like, you know what? I don't, I don't think that the way we're going is serving him anymore, you know? And, um, and that's, that was hard for me to realize, but it's been kind of bubbling up and, and, uh, so, you know, but I would rather have a small coaching practice that has integrity mm. than feeling like, well, I'm kind of serving them. It's like, yeah. you know, I, I only, I only want it if it's really working for them and they're able and willing to do the work, not saying be perfect, not saying, you know, so, you know, I'm, and, and, you know, I'm like, but I, I could use that money. Yeah, but it doesn't serve him and it doesn't serve you. And then, you know, maybe he'll be able to come and make it more of a priority, but it just, Let me you tell know. you, one of the things that was the deciding factor when I was looking at coaching schools, my, um, my mother, when I started to uh, look into coaching, my mother wasn't dying. And, um, and there was she this, wasn't she, was, she was, she was, she was, yeah, she had just gotten, she had gotten a diagnosis and then she got another diagnosis that shortened her uh, time even more. Ooh. And so I was talking to different people about coaching programs and all of that. And this one, the woman, I told her, look, here's what's going on in my life. This is just not the time for me. And you know what? She didn't press it. She totally understood it. She got it. She was the first person I called when I was ready to go back into coaching and so and to and to actually go to go to school to learn the, uh, all the principles and, and practice practices and that made a big difference um the other thing that i wanted to say is i so there is our brain there is our thought process and there's this thinking that we can think our way through something right so I know this is going to be hard. I know this is a challenge. And like when you were going through this whole thing of do I join this group? Like I understand that I'm super busy and I understand all these things. And so our, you know, I've been saying a lot lately that our brain's main function isn't to think. It's one of the nice things that our brain does, but it's to manage our our operating system. So all the complex ah. functions within within us, right? And so I was just thinking about the scene from Young Frankenstein where, <laughs> where Gene Wilder is about to go in to see the monster, right? He's going to go in and he says to everybody, do not open that door. No matter how loud I cry, no matter what I say, and so you've got all these great characters making their little weird faces. It's just, it's a hilarious scene. I want to watch it again. He knows. He's like, I'm going in there. No matter what happens, keep me in there. He walks in. They close the door behind him and lock it. And he sees the monster and his body reacts. 
And when that happens, all your thinking has gone out the window and it's about survival, right? And so all those great thoughts about, because you think beforehand, it's going to be okay. It's just a question of me rationalizing with him and working with him. And then you get in there and you're like, oh, that is not even possible. That is just (laughs) not possible. And, And so I think it's just such a fun and funny example of how we like to be able to think we can think our way through something. But at the end of the day, we experience it full body. Wow. I love that. You know, it makes me think of, I, I got to be in New Zealand after I graduated college. I got to go on this amazing trip. I was in New Zealand for six weeks and Australia for six weeks. It was beautiful. Amazing. And I got to swim with the dolphins in Kura, and uh, I had two wetsuits on cause I'm so cold natured and you know, I love dolphins. It was my first dolphin encounter. It was out in the wild and you know, you, you, you sort of get trained to do it and you're on the boat. And the whole point of going out in the freezing ocean is to swim with the dolphins in the wild. It's, it's amazing. And they tell you to make noises. So I was like singing amazing grace, but it was so cold. So I was like, amazing, you know, and you're splashing and then you're under, you know, you're in the water with a mask on. And when you see this big thing coming towards you, even if your head knows it's a dolphin, this is why you're doing this. Your body is like, <laughs> ah, get away from this. You're in the water, you know, cause you were not on land, you know? And to me, that's such a great example. Yeah. And I had to uh, override cause my body was like, Oh my God, that's a big thing. It could be a shark, you know? And even though they were like smiling at you and there was a mama and a baby and I'm I'm so glad I did it. But right. to me, that's such a great example of your body going, oh, <laughs> no, thank you. Right. So. Oh, that's so. I mean, oh, my God, Elaine, we, I, you know, to our listeners and our viewers, we've covered a lot of ground as usual. This is kind of how we roll. And um, I think that if you want help unpacking it, if any of it resonates with you, I think you should think about getting in touch with Elaine who can be reached at CaptivateTheCrowd.com. Elaine is brilliant, and you hear her, you know her process, and you know what she does is is brilliant. Uh, I've experienced it myself. Um, and then if you want to talk to me, for part example, you can reach me at KathyKeegan.com, K-A-T-H-Y-K-E-E-G-A-N.com. M-O-U-S-E. See, yes. Thank, thank you so much for the plug, Kathy. And I have to say, um, you know, you are one of the most delightful, amazing human beings. And one of the reasons I love talking with you is you're no pressure. Like mm. if you, if you've ever thought about coaching, if you've ever struggled with your relationship to work or yourself or life, or just feeling stuck in a, in a job or looking for the next job or what, wherever you are, Kathy's really an amazing person to help you process. And she is no pressure. So if you just want to have a conversation, I strongly, and it's totally strongly one of my nephews, right. (laughs) For a long time, he used to say free instead of free. And, um, and yeah, right. And both of us, uh, both of us, it's so important to have those conversations beforehand. If you're looking for anybody, somebody does need to speak with you and not charge you. 
right? Because yeah. I mean, that's really important. So, um, and I feel like you want to, I want to create a safe space so that we can explore. And so that you're not like, when's the sales pitch right, coming? Exactly. I, I hate that. And I also, you know, my, my mission is to help heal the planet one story at a time. Mm. And, and so, you know, if you want to work on video or storytelling and, or just being able to communicate, you know, come play with me. I, I do free masterclasses once a month. Kathy's going to start doing more cool things on Clubhouse or wherever. So make sure, you know, you connect with us so that you can come play, come be in the community. I love it. And also, if you want, if there's any subject you would like for us to tackle, you know, we both have been in the transformational and training world for 23 plus years, uh, you know, a while. So um, there's a lot of wisdom and a lot of laughter and a lot of love. So, oh my God, thank you so much, Kathy. Oh, thank I did not you. This was so much fun. That, I, hopefully, you know, and oh. I feel like if one person heard this story and it was helpful, then the, it was worth hearing hey, my ass. It, you did, you bared it and it's beautiful. Bared it. It's very, very beautiful. Oh, thank you. You're so <laughs> kind. So until next okay, time. Okay, thanks Bye, everybody. everybody. Love you. Bye. Bye. Yay, you made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited you were here. Feel free to reach out at stillhumanpodcast at gmail.com or kathy at kathykeegan.com or elaine at captivatethecrowd.com. See you next time.